Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Y'all, this is the first time I have cooked myself dinner in I don't know how long. Like, I literally do not know how long. And really, I only cooked today because after defrosting my car, because the streets was clearing up, I was probably like defrosting my car like for like 30 minutes. And I was going to go to Chick-fil-A, and I was like... I was talking to myself, like, okay, I'm going to just go to Chick-fil-A and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll maybe go to the store later knowing good and well, if they was open, I was probably going to eat out later for, <laughs> for, for dinner. But of course they was closed. And that's one thing I'll say I like about Chick-fil-A is that they close on Sunday because the creators, the original CEO, his religious beliefs, but also like he don't have his, you know, they going to close down for, you know, things he don't want to put his workers in danger for no book you know um and I appreciate that because they that he did that during the winter storm when other restaurants you know after a day or two they open back up <laughs> so I suspected they would be closed and I was like okay let me go ahead and go to the store so I went to the store got me like some salmon and rice and some you know breakfast stuff because I went early enough to where I cooked me breakfast and you know it wasn't bad like there are aspects of cooking that I like when I have time, but literally, I'm literally not off like I was today for two days and I'm home the whole day. You know, if I had this type of schedule all the time, I really wouldn't mind because I don't mind going to the store. I don't mind, you know, dry. I love being in my car, actually. Um, but when I'm super busy, it's just like the furthest thing from attractive that I want to do is it, it, it feels like a burden even thinking about the task of doing it and so I have just accepted that I want to live in a lap of luxury <laughs> you know and when I got it I will want to pay somebody to go to the store I want a chef I want my meals prepared even when I got time and I'm able to work from anywhere in a world from my computer, I still want my meals prepared. Like that's not something I want to have to do, um, on a regular basis. It's just not, um, I'm not the woman who enjoys, enjoys it all the time. It's time consuming. Like, yes, I made a thing of it. You know, I brought my little computer in there and was watching hip hop evolution, <laughs> but it's, it's just something I'd rather not do. It's just really something I'd rather not do. Um, and there are people who enjoy doing it, who I'd rather give them a paid opportunity to do what they love than, you know, spend my time doing it. And I want to have the resources to be able to do that or marry a man who got the resources to do it. <laughs> but that was just a side note. Uh, tonight was actually about um, studying to show yourself approved. And what I mean by that is whatever it is that you want to do or that you're interested in, it's just good habit to study that industry or to study that line of work or study, you know, the past people in that realm or study, you know, new knowledge, study yourself within that space and what your voice is, because you don't want to study to just become a carbon copy of everybody who's come before you in that line of work or in that industry or in whatever, you know, you want to pursue. But you do want to know what's going on, what has been done, what worked, what didn't work and why. Um, 
And I thought about this because I was watching Hip Hop Evolution and I just realized that I didn't just realize this, but I I thought about it more consciously that I always love documentaries and biopics like I've all I don't know if that's how you say it biopics or biopics <laughs> like movies that are like biographies like what's love got to do with it um the temptations the five heartbeats selena um honey is actually a biopic but it's not the same type of format as most but it was actually about uh Miss Boomcat, I can't really think about her name. Lorianne Gibson. It's actually I didn't know this for a long time, uh, but yeah, I've always loved biopic. Like I've always loved like the American Dream about the Jackson Five. That's an old one and it's very long. Um, but I've always been a fan of stories and and biographies and documentaries of really any style like there was one on Netflix about uh, Princess Diana that started all the way from the history of the royal family like from the 16 1700s and it started off pretty slow but I sat there and watched it and I was so intrigued and I've always been like this even since I was younger like I've always loved just that storytelling aspect because it's based on reality. It is, it is telling a story no matter how they, you know, try to format it. And then I've loved biopics because it has like that more so movie format where they may add, you know, drama elements to it that may not have happened like that exactly, but the essence of the story is still true. And um, I see myself when I think about, you know, when I got my camera, I was doing, I started doing a lot of photography because the camera itself takes nice pictures. I like nice pictures, but really like I love doing videos and that's something I knew firsthand. Like when people first started seeing with my, my real camera, they was like, oh, you do photography and I can do it, but I love videos. Like I love I mean, I fell in love with music videos when I was younger. Like I always mentioned Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Paul Abdul. Like I just loved music videos, the music videos of the 2000s. Like I just, I remember saying, I want to be a part of like making these videos or bringing these type of videos to life. And there's one artist right now who I think is bringing that like thunder back to music videos, that element of dance and acting and the storytelling element. And it's Doja Cat. Like she really bringing that, the video thing back to life that a lot of artists, you know, are just not doing. If they're putting a visual out, it's just kind of very simple or basic, which other artists are doing it, but she's one who's really standing out, really working with a choreographer and trying to give you the step <laughs> and that's what I remember about like 90s and early 2000s videos that people walked away remembering also the dances um that's why Janet and Michael like their videos are so legendary you know who doesn't of any generation know about Thriller now some don't so let me take that back because I work with some college students I'm like what you haven't seen Thriller like Who's your parents? <laughs> what are they doing with their lives? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I that's something that I love. And so 
I didn't realize this is what I'm doing, but I naturally study documentaries. I study the 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 directors behind them. That's what I'm doing more so now is looking at who directed this. Um, what was their vision? I just uh, watched probably like last week this whole documentary about different music video directors and behind music videos that I love. And I was like, what? A white man did that? Like... <laughs> So, and it was it was dope, but hearing them talk about their work and their process and the innovation that they brought to the art, um, it's making me get curious about what is my voice, what is what is my you know storytelling method, and why do I love you know documentaries? Why do I love storytelling things? Why do I like visuals just as a whole? But I like the the storytelling aspect or studying the show yourself approved this topic because I think like when I watch documentaries and then I hear, you know, or or just regular interviews and it's people that I admire, but the interviewer may be asking somebody else who inspired you or what was your influence and they're able to like name these people that I want to go look up or that I've heard of before. And I'm like, wow, they, they were studiers of, of the game. They were real. They really had their eyes open on who, who they were inspired by. Like to hear Michael Jackson say he was inspired by James Brown. That makes perfect sense. I've studied James Brown and his level of performance at the time. So it makes sense that that was his, influence and to hear him say the soul train of course like when you look at him and he get the robot like those dances before hip-hop had a name and when it was still coming up out of funk and it was coming up out of the disco era like that was his time as a child you know so it's it's just amazing to really even hear people that I admire to hear who they were inspired by. And so I think about my own inspiration, like Whitley, who are you inspired by and why? And what are the things that you, you know, listen to? And what are the things that has inspired the way that you approach your art and that you want to develop it? Um, But another aspect of studying to show yourself approved is the actual technical side. So not only studying the artists who have done it very well, Um, But then studying that part of like, for instance, if I'm talking about video making and actually being somebody behind the camera, studying the technical aspect of editing or using the camera, color grading or whatever element that I want to get good at. You know, if you do photography, you know, what is your editing style? You know, how does lighting, whether natural lighting, lighting that you create, box lighting, you know, what type of mood do you, do you want to create and do you have the skill to know which kind of lighting is going to set what mood and how your subject or, you know, theme needs to be lit to change the whole dynamic of what you're shooting, you know, and that's a whole study by itself, you know, the way that you document something, the way that you edit something in post-production or the way that you shoot it you know, in live time, that's going to make a difference in what people take away and what people take away from a still shot versus the kind of room that you may have in a 
in a in a moving in a moving video, you know, that's going to defer. That's going to be different. Um, but even if you're a musician, like who are the musicians that you study and then how are you studying your craft? Do you want to get better at playing, reading music, composing? Do you want to get a crisper sound? Like how how far how far can you take your art form, whatever your art form is, whether it's being a doctor, lawyer, whether it's being a counselor, whether it's being a uh, an actual artist like music, dance, you know, things like that. How can you really study to take your your skill to the next level? And I think I touched on this uh, probably a couple of episodes ago when I talked about you know, actors and actresses that I thought had built a skill out of being an actor or actress. Like they, it's not that they just have natural talent because they got that too, but you can tell they, they studied their art form. And so they can take on any role and get lost in it. And those are the type of people who, yeah, they've made acting a skill. They can turn it on and turn it off and, it's it's seamless. It's seamless. Like you wouldn't even know. I remember watching this interview with Angela Bassett. It was probably a year ago. It wasn't it wasn't that far off. And one of the and the interviewer was kind of asking her, you know, what was a play you did early on that really made you fall in love with being an actress? And she she quoted one. I think she, I think it was Macbeth. I think it was Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> which if you all are aware of Macbeth, if you had to read it in school, you know, that's an intense drama, but she immediately, like the interviewer didn't even ask her, but she immediately like went into character and started saying the whole Macbeth monologue that she had. And mind you, this was from when she was still a student. Angela Bassett is like in her sixties. This was still when she was an undergrad I think she went to Yale in their theater school. So she remembered this in the way she just turned on and she turned to this camera and she just went into mode. And it was like, like it was so fascinating. It was so fascinating. And I, and I was like, that's a skill. That's a skill that I, I want that level of skill in whatever I pursue. Like for me, I want to make teaching a skill and uh, my videography like I want those those are the two things that I want as skill like my ability to teach what I know physically I want that to be a skill because I think teaching is a skill but I also want you know my videography what I do with my camera to be a skill and uh and so I study I study the I study people that I'm inspired by the way things are shot sometimes you know it's not just about studying like every technical aspect you want to do that too but sometimes studying like for me um you can listen to interviews and some people will say you know study the greats well who you think is great is relative like some people will mention Steven Spielberg as a great um director or cinematographer and I'm aware of a lot of his work from his earlier work from E.T. to what he just did with uh, West Side Story. I went to go see that in theaters. And there are elements that I think he does really well at. Um, but I wouldn't name him as one of my top 
directors. I wouldn't, you know, like if, if I was watching a movie, I never went, who directed this? This stands out. Now, everybody is aware. I wouldn't say everybody. A lot of people, especially black people, is aware of who Spike Lee is. And the reason they're aware of, of who he is even before, you know, you know that he did the movie is because when you watch the movie, especially early on when he started, like it has an aesthetic to it. Like he got that come up to the camera and then everything is moving kind of fast or slow and his subject is right here. And it's like this long dolly shot at certain intense moments in the movie. Like that was that was kin to his style. He put his stamp on that type of style from do the right thing to bad hair. It's not even called bad hair, but that's the song that comes to mind, you know, from even when he did the Denzel, not Denzel Washington, Denzel Washington played that role so well. It was the Michael Malcolm X story. And to see him do that biopic and put his stamp on it, that could have looked very comical and not taken seriously, but it was so good. That's one of my top directors because he, his style and his aesthetic, he mastered so well in how to produce and tell that story that it, you know, it spoke for him. Like you didn't have to see his name at the end of the credit. You automatically knew this is a Spike Lee joint. <laughs> and like that is dope. Like I love Hype Williams and people don't know, if you don't know who Hype Williams is, you know, he's in the hip hop industry. And, you know, when I think about a lot of early 2000s, mid 2000s music videos that I love, like his stamp is on that video. And he has this aesthetic and this boldness and this vibrance of luxury. And I just love, I, I, I just know it's his work. And so some people that other people think is necessarily great, I don't, I, I, I think their work is good. Of course, they've, they've lasted, they've, they've had longevity. I'm not saying their work is bad, but what I'm saying is study the people that you think is great. Like study people, other people have said is great, but I also think it's important, like you're creating your own blueprint. So you want to study the people that you think is great. And then there are some people that I don't know who directed, who choreographed, who who did this work? Um, like, I love Michael Peters. And Michael Peters, of course, you know, he passed away back in the late 80s. But he was the choreographer behind Thriller. He was the choreographer behind... Uh, why can't I think about the, the song right now? Beat It. You know, uh, he came from Broadway. He was of the era of when Debbie Allen was active during Fame. Like you, you can see like back then the, the way that they danced, the moves that they did were so technically on point, like with the ballet and the street jazz. And they were just much more riskier than some of the choreography that I can see today that can just, you know, focus on the twerking element. And I get it, you know, some spaces you need that, but just videos back then you know they used the 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 actual training of the dancers and how many years they they studied and they allowed their movements to to be that even in the music videos and i i want to 
definitely bring that back because I think, you know, dancers spend all that time training to get behind an artist today and just twerk, which I'm here for the twerk. I'm here for the drop it low, girl. You know, but when I think about the 80s and the 90s era of even dance and music videos, like it was almost like you felt like you could do it with them, but you can also tell, man, these dancers can dance like they moving. I know I can't do as many clean turns as they did. And I think that's that's something special. And they also had this storytelling element. <laughs> so, you know. I'm speaking about this. I don't even know, you know, but I hope, you know, you take whatever it is you want out of this conversation. The intention I had of getting on here, studying the show yourself approve is to get interested in your craft. That's the main thing. I think people who are really good at what they do are curious and they're very interested in what they do. And they're a fan of the work they're a fan of the people in the work they're a fan of doing the job even the things that may seem tedious they're they're curious about it and they're invested in it and they do it and invest their time in it and nobody has to coax them to do it or even if they're not getting paid they would do this and spend their time on it for free and so i just kind of observe what I do naturally and what I'm interested in and what I like to watch in my spare time. And I'm like, this is my thing. This is my realm. This is what I love. And it makes me more curious about my own style, but also seeing, okay, what elements do I like about the past or about the greats who have done it? What made them great? What made them stand out? What made their work, you know, last and stand the test of time you know, and then how do I incorporate that in my work? Or if it's just a being an individual type thing, you know, how do I become more of myself? And then that last piece of studying the greats is also like I, you know, early on, especially like in the 80s, 90s, and even early 2000s, I feel like Hype Williams, and I wouldn't say he was the first but he was one of the first directors, I guess, of my generation that I was aware of, at least that like you begin to see who was at the forefront of directing. Of course, in Spike Lee, like, of course, Spike Lee, you always knew if he was directing or it was his film. But early on, like in videos, they didn't really talk about the choreographer. They didn't really talk about the director like you know, even when Thriller was coming out, they didn't talk about who choreographed it, who was directing. Of course, those things was in the credit. But nowadays, more directors and videographers and producers, they're in the forefront now. And I think a lot of that has to do with social media. Like they're able to create their own lane, their own space and brand on their own, which I think is really uh, dope. So what I'm curious, what I get more curious about too is like work that I know I've watched over and over again. Like, who is the director for What's Love Got to Do With It? Who is the director for Selena? Who wrote that? You know, who put that together? Um, because I, you know, so go look at things that you naturally always consume and go look at whatever your role is going to be. Like, look at who put that together, who's doing the role that you're interested in. Um, and I'm using, 
you know, videography and stuff that's very linear thing. But when I think about what I do in dance and what I what my expertise is in dance, which is I feel like is more of the conditioning side and, of course, African and things like that. I want to go to the best. I want to go and study from, you know, the originators and people who have taken their work seriously. And so I offer you the same thing. Whatever your line of work is, get so dang good at it. Get so like so good at it. It's and it's not that you're trying to compete with other people, it's that you you just want to be the best. Why not? Like what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? You know, but I feel like we have everything to gain from being the absolute best that we can be in whatever we decide to take up. Like why why be mediocre when you have the opportunity to be truly excellent? Like I don't understand. It's to me that's an easy thing. If I'm gonna pursue anything, I wanna be the best and not the best among other people. I just wanna be my absolute best. You know, when I think about somebody like Beyonce, Beyonce can't be in competition with nobody because no, ain't nobody doing what she was doing. Ain't nobody have done what she's done. At some point, she had to just compete with herself and continue to top her own excellence. And, you know, that's how I want to be. Like, I want to be so focused on what I'm doing that it's just a matter of topping myself. I remember my... uh assistant principal he was walking me to my classroom one day because he was helping me with these boxes and he was like Miss Green what you got up your sleeve next you always working on something and this was like two months ago and I was like you know I don't know but I was like at the same time I do kind of know but I don't want to talk about it yet you know until I'm in the process he was like I understand that you know you don't want to talk about it be about it and I was like yeah and it was just interesting that he you know, asks like, what you doing next? Because there's an expectation because of what I've produced just even in this year and even at the end of last year. And so sometimes I get nervous because I'm like, ugh, like it, it be it be getting to me because sometimes I'm like, every time I do something good, I feel like I gotta top myself because now there's an expectation. If I go below this, people gonna be like, what the heck? <laughs> At least that's what I'm thinking. And I like that competition with myself. Like you did this very well. Now you got to keep, you got to meet that energy or you got to keep elevating. And I like that. And so the only way I feel like I can keep elevating is continual putting effort and energy into my work, into getting more information, into practicing. And so I offer you the same thing, like put the work in to be the absolute best in whatever you're pursuing. Like, yeah, you can be a jack of all trades. Yeah, you can know how to do a lot of things kind of okay. But what is that thing that is you that you that, you know, if you were to leave today, you want people to know that you did so well. You know, and just just be a master at it. Just just master your craft. And so that's what I have for you today, tonight. I love y'all and I'll see you on the next one.